With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 291 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about college baseball. I'm sure you're shocked, but we had some things we needed to catch up on. We're also going to talk about all the things that you wish you taught your kids or that you think you should have taught your kids and how you cope with that when they're about to leave. Time's a ticking, y'all. And we're going to do a little follow-up to our Patreon episode on inconsequential grievances, just on one tiny little area. We would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com shop slash big boo. And as always, we're so happy you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 291. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Let's get into it a little bit about the baseball. Are we ready? Listen, am I ready? Am I ready? <laughs> I can't even. I'm going to, I'm going to, let's, let me go back. I'm going to okay. tell you that, that Friday, you had me on Friday. I was, yeah. it was a low point. Friday yeah. was a low point. Um, Caroline and I have been putting together a 1,000 piece puzzle of Kyle Field. It's okay. basically all maroon. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that by the second inning, I was at the table, just stress putting that puzzle together, you know, like just, I was like, this really isn't going the way I wanted it to go. You right. know, it was, it was, right. I was like out of the bat. I was not expecting that our pitching was suspect, which I knew in all fairness, I was like our pitching and our defense have not been great all year necessarily. So Friday did not go the way that I wanted it to. And I was like, it's fine. And then when the Longhorns lost to Notre Dame Friday night, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, here we go, you know? And and just for you to find yourself in a spot where despite all your issues with Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to cheer for them, right? Well, and you know what? It was funny because I had been like, oh, I hate them both. I hate them both. But the heart tells the tale because all of a sudden I was go Irish on Friday Uh night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden I was like, oh, this really sums up how I feel about the Longhorns because I cannot under no circumstances want to see them win, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even to Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. So that really summed it up for me. I was like, oh, this, this, the hate is real. Um, And so then I was like, oh, we're playing the Longhorns. And I loved the social media thing because it was like, well, Twitter's going to explode. Like how many fights are there going to be? Because number one, the rivalry is so real anyway, but then we've never played each other in the college world series. It was an elimination game to see who was going to have to go home. 
And so it felt like the stakes were really high. Well, and as I've said last week, somebody thought about that. Somebody, when they when they were putting those brackets together of the 64 teams, somebody said, this could be our destiny. Yep. They're A&M and the Longhorns have to face one another. Yep. So the stakes were, the stakes are always high, but the stakes are especially high when, when it's an elimination game. For sure. Because mm-hmm. you're like, this is, this is for all the marbles. And we'd already beaten them in March. Like we had, we had beat them once this year. <laughs> just, in as fact, a, we, just as a point of interest. In fact, we'd beaten them the last three years. <laughs> just, just for some context. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh, so anyway, it started off, they jumped to a 2-0 lead. But I have to say that even though, and Gully and I were texting each other and she was like, I feel sick to my stomach. I feel like mm-hmm. I could throw up. And I was like, I do too. But when I saw the demeanor of our dugout, right, I yes. was like, oh, we're going to be okay. Like mm-hmm. I felt confident. Like when we scored that first run and I saw that, I think it was Nathan Detmer, our pitcher was, was, was feeding his Pringles can yes. with the a bottle. bottle. <laughs> I was like, we're going to be all right. Cause we're loose. That's exactly like, right. We're mm-hmm. having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was glorious. It was it was a glorious, glorious game because we didn't just beat them; we demolished them. Yeah, 10 it was to not. Two. It was not close. It was never no. close. Mm-hmm. And there was a point. I was I was trying to be respectful of your whatever your emotional state might have been. I was trying not to inundate Thank you, you with text. But there was a point about I don't know, like in the sixth inning, where mm-hmm. y'all were just dealing. I yeah. mean, just like the pitches were just insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so, and I, and at that point I felt, I felt good about it. I felt like y'all were in, in a good spot, you know, that's, it would have taken a lot for them to stage a comeback. That's kind of how I felt. Like I felt like once Micah Dallas made it through five innings, I was like, okay, that was, that was the ceiling for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's good. Like for him to make it that, and he pitched a heck of a game. And then when Polish came in, he was unbelievable. God, he's so good. And he's just solid. And you just feel like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Like Mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. And when he came in and he struck out the Hispanic Titanic, which by the way is a terrible nickname because the Titanic sunk. I'm like, think about this. I know we're trying to say that he's like this incredible, but this feels like a misstep, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not my favorite nickname I've ever heard. It's really not. It makes you feel weird if you use it. Like, I mean, I, again, I, I understand that he's on board with it. And uh-huh. you're right. The, 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 the destiny for the Titanic was not necessarily not positive, but no. nonetheless, Polish let him have it. I mean, he did. He did. And so struck him out. So I, I think that they said that he ended up, uh, he's 0 for 14 against the Aggies for all time, which okay. he's the, he was the best hitter in college baseball. So that feels like a major accomplishment. It was a beautiful, beautiful game. The memes afterwards were just golden. Oh, listen, the memes. With us beating them on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, send a card to your daddy. Yes. I mean, I just I know. loved yeah. it so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, did Alex even post that one? I mean, I feel he like. Did. Uh-huh. He did. No, Alex, you know what he posted? He posted the one that I also love, which was Saturday Down South, that said the loser of the game has to stay in the Big 12. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know when he got so invested in y'all's rivalry, but uh-huh. he did. At some uh-huh. point, he is he has absorbed it, um, and and feels free to participate in it, even uh-huh. as somebody who has never stepped foot on either campus. He is yeah. 
he's in it with you. I respect it. I respect mm-hmm. it. I appreciate it. I felt like there were a lot of people that were invested yesterday based on my DMs. And it warmed my heart that people get it and they understood what it meant to us, that it meant that it was a lovely Father's Day here. Um, I got to spend the rest of the night reading text ags and reading all the stuff oh, and watching you know, the my videos favorite. My favorite. because we did a double steal. We stole home. Yes, you did. You stole yeah. home, which I, I think I said out loud. Well, I, what I said, I can't say on the podcast. Yeah. I think anytime you steal home, mm-hmm. there's some words in your head. Like 100%. You don't steal home without having some words in your head, in my uh-huh. opinion. So, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was, that was some, that felt right given it, it the intensity of the rivalry. It stealing did. home in the College World Series when you're winning by a lot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like a punctuation mark. You could call it an insurance run if you wanted to, but mm-hmm. really, it's not necessary. No, you know. no. It's, it's really some gangsmanship not. for sure. It is. And I respect it. You know, I love it. <laughs> I was so happy. Micah Dallas, after we won that game, which for, I love this. I love that as soon as Polish, when he struck out Melendez, that like Micah Dallas, who had been pitching, was the first one out of the dugout and was so fired up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I loved that. And then I loved that as soon as the game was over, Micah Dallas just went through the whole line, just horns down the whole time. And mm-hmm. I was like, I love it. I'll tell you what else I love that East Carolina barstool, East Carolina loves us. And it's like, we want to come to college station. We want to play y'all. Cause I'm like, they face the Longhorns, So they know what we're dealing with. And mm-hmm. so they were cheering for us. It felt like yesterday we were America's team. Right. I'm saying, right. Yeah. Cross school support gets real fun. It does. I just loved it. Summer adventures can turn into a lifelong love of learning, especially when the whole family shares the joy and excitement of discovery. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages and kids at heart, and they include everything you need to complete each project so you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is a seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles or experimenting with ice cream. We just got some paint yourself Um, travel mugs that are so cute and it's so hot outside that we were glad to have something to do inside. Sometimes I like an art project even at my age and it was perfect. It came with everything we needed. It was a great way to spend a hot afternoon and we have some cute travel mugs to show for it. You can do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers this summer and help yourself by eliminating some of the I'm bored complaints. And y'all we've hit that time of the summer where there's a lot of that. There's no commitment. You can pause or cancel at any time. A KiwiCo subscription is the best gift you could give your child and yourself this summer. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BIGBOO. And now we play... Notre Dame on Tuesday. So the revenge tour continues is what I'm going to tell you. And so I ask you a question and and you may not know the answer to this. It may take a Notre Dame fan or Google to educate us about this, Mm -hmm. but I spent some amount of time last night when Notre Dame was playing Oklahoma. Yeah. Trying to figure out what in the world was going on with the Notre Dame uniforms. I I, did you see their 
<laughs> I, I asked my sister, I was like, is this a Grecian key situation? Yeah. But it's not a, it's not a Grecian key. No, there was some, I said, it's got to be somehow tied into the university or else you, you would, would not put this particular trim on down your pants and around your sleeves, but I don't have any idea what it means. I, it means that you're a hotel bellhop is what I think it means. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. And the pants were, were different too. They weren't. Okay, I'm going to Google baseball. it right now. Oh, okay. Trim on Notre Dame's. I've just never seen it before. And, you know, Notre Dame has that thing where they do, they do like Kelly green, but they also do the neon green. And I've gotten used to that because of women's basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. I felt like was a different. A, it was a, very different. And mm-hmm. I really loved, I have to say, and you know, it pains me to say it, but I thought Friday night, I really love, and I'm just, I love Kelly green. That's probably my favorite color. So I really love the Kelly green uniforms. I, do on too. Friday I love night. those uniforms. They they're look great so looking. good and they're so bright. And like, yes. I'm a big fan of those. I feel the same way about Auburn's uniforms. They have a bright orange shirt that they wear. And then they're, they're they wear gray pants with them. This, why do I know this? Mm-hmm. They wear gray pants with them and they have a Navy and a bright orange stripe going down it. And it's mm-hmm. maybe my favorite uniform in college baseball right now, besides y'all's Texas Aggies jerseys, which I love. Yes. I do love those dates, pinstripes with the M over S I love, Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. but I would agree with you about Notre Dame's uniforms. I'm glad we could commend them for that because they're good, but I don't know what that Navy, I don't know what that gold business was going around the sleeves. I didn't like it. I felt like it brought them bad mojo too. I was like, I didn't like those uniforms, but I feel optimistic because I'm a little worried about our pitching situation on Tuesday, but they burned through a lot of pitchers last night. They burned through a lot of pitchers last mm-hmm. night and they had a lot of trouble defensively a lot yeah. of trouble so. yeah they really did so we'll we'll see what happens but okay. um we also anyway. have tonight we have um the Ole Miss Rebels versus the Arkansas Razorbacks yes and that'll be a good one because listen Arkansas they put a whipping on Stanford Stanford they sure did and mm. Oh, you know, Ole Miss seems to have pretty hot bats right now. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. What It'll happens. be interesting to see. It's, you know, you kind of, you get deep enough and it becomes to me a game of pitching too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Is, is who's pitching is going to hold up. Cause I think that's, cause I knew going in, into the Longhorns game, I was like, they had used their two best pitchers and you think they burned through a ton of pitchers mm-hmm. yesterday. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Cause I feel like if we can find a decent starter, we have some good relievers. It's just that it's that starting pitcher is a question mark kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, agreed. I don't know. We'll see, but listen, it was glorious. I love all the baseball being on. I love that there's something to watch. Um, and that's really all I've been doing is watching baseball and, well puzzle, and doing a puzzle and doing a puzzle. Well done. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Big excitement. So what did y'all do this weekend? Listen, we had the biggest weekend of nothing, but somehow it turned into something. I don't know. Like we just, okay. it was just kind of a normal weekend. You know, my sister and brother-in-law are here now. I've mentioned that about 94 mm-hmm. times and they were going back to Nashville on they left Friday evening to go back and get the the very last of their stuff. And you know how that multiplies, like all of oh, my yeah. sister's clothes were still there and all that, but oh. they came back last night. Anyway, David and I went to an early supper Friday night, I think. And then I caught up Friday night on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I had not watched oh, in almost okay. a month. And I'm going to say, I just enjoyed myself. I, I really mm-hmm. had a good time catching up with all that. And then Saturday, I can't even remember now what we did Saturday. But I know that um, we went to dinner with our friends, Joey and Steph. That was super fun. And um, just hung out and visited with them. 
And then yesterday um, on Sunday, I was the heathen who did not go to any church service. Um, mm-hmm. David went to church. Alex went to a different church that's not ours. And then I stayed home because um, I slept late. And um, we had kind of a, I went to Pilates at early in the afternoon and picked up a late lunch and we did all our Father's Day stuff. And then we went over last night and helped Suzanne and Barry unload the truck that they brought back from Nashville. And we ate dinner with them. And oh, that's fun. I don't know, it was just real laid back and, and, and breezy. And I mean, kind of relaxing, I guess. I really feel like I had something I had. I feel like there was, oh, oh, on Saturday. Now I remember. Okay. What? I, so there's a family that I've known in Birmingham that I've known for a long time since I first started working at the school where I worked. Mm-hmm. And one of their sons married a girl who's a writer. Okay. I live in Arkansas. And so we have known each other kind of peripherally and known some of the same writer friends um, and follow each other on social media for a while, but we'd never met in person. Well, they were home for Father's Day weekend. And so I met her for lunch on Saturday and had a delightful time talking about, you know, sometimes you just need to talk about writing stuff and you yeah. don't realize that you haven't talked about writing stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it takes a specific audience to have that conversation. Otherwise other people would sleep, you know? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like we usually, when we see each other, we spend some amount of time having conversations. Other people would find really like unlistenable. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like something you would put on the call map. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, and have, I just had the best time with her. Um, and she's younger than I am. I don't know by how much, but, but I love, you know, I love our millennial friends. I find them to be more courageous. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and um, more likely to question things that I have taken as the status quo. And uh-huh. so, um, I love, I love getting to spend time with millennial friends. And so I just had a great time at lunch with her and love getting to meet her in person. And, um, then anyway, I got a pedicure and I had a strange pedicure experience. We don't have to get into that. Oh, what happened? Here's the thing. My, yeah. my normal guy was not in town. Mm-hmm. So, I, the, listen, I had, it was the sweetest guy who did my pedicure, but I have kind of a, a, like a, what's going to be a scar where my sandals rub that blister during Sanford orientation when I, yes. I made the bad shoe choice. And here's what happened. It wasn't just that I got a blister. It was that the leather kind of cut into my foot. So it's, mm. it's kind of a combination of a cut and blister. Okay. And I really had to keep it like all bandaged up when we were in Maine and New York, because I didn't want to rub it with all the walking we were doing. Yeah. So last week was really the, the first time I was able to say, I'm taking off the band-aids. I'm not going to need a spore in it. Like, yeah. um, I'm just going to let it like without the only word I know to use is just, I'm going to let it scab. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Never hear Fine. that word on this podcast, but, um, so anyway, he got real preoccupied with it. Oh, like, no. he, really, oh, no. he really wanted to help me with it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the good thing about having the same person that you go to for like your nail stuff all the time is they really understand, like, I don't want somebody to spend a lot of time working on my toes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm uh-huh. really there to get some polish, but mainly for the leg massage. Yes. I'm not interested in a lot of really high maintenance situation, but he got preoccupied yeah. with my wound on my foot. Oh no. Oh, and no. really like really wanted to tend to it. And I mean, uh. I just, that's not where I'm 
that that's not why I'm there. Yeah. And so yeah. I tried in the nicest way to just say, like, we've got to let this go. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. And it is fun. Uh-huh. But I, I just, I don't want to get into it because there'll be somebody who's squeamish. And, but as you can imagine yeah. by putting my foot in the water, having yeah. my feet wrapped up in towels, all that, uh-huh. that will, uh-huh, you know, it just, it made him feel like it was ready. He was, it, oh, it was oh, time no. for the scab to come off and he should be the one responsible. For oh that. no, no, yeah. that is a bridge too far for a pedicure. And so there was a, there was a moment where I just had to say as, as lovingly as I knew how uh-huh. I'm all good with, yeah. with that. Like, yeah, we're yeah. good. We so, don't need this situation. Anyway, no. it ended up taking a really long time. And I'm actually oh. going back after this to get my nails done because I ran out of time because we were meeting Steph and Joey for supper. And I, anyway, that was okay. my, that was my Saturday. But okay. um, all that to say, it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun yes. little weekend. Um, oh, here she is. Uh, Hazel, she knew. She always knows. She uh-huh. always knows. She always knows. But there must be somebody who's about to deliver something. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'm going to shut the door. Hold, please. Okay. Have you ever seen someone wearing a colorful pair of flats and thought, man, those are cute? I have, and then usually I think, you know what? I can't wear flats because they're never comfortable until Rothy's. Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them, and they're so comfortable, almost like a slipper from the first minute you put them on. You can't even believe it. They're known for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning because Rothy's has tons of iconic head-turning designs in bright and sophisticated colors. I have the driver loafers in raspberry and they are so cute and so comfortable. I could even wear them in the hot Texas summertime, which is saying something. They're a classic driver with an edge and they're just a fun pop of color to so many outfits. They're super comfortable. I can wash them, which is huge, and they're durable. They've lasted so long and they've held up so well. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash bigboo. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash bigboo for $20 off your first order. Caroline used to have that when her, when she was at the height of playing soccer and she always had this huge callus on her big toe. And I felt like I dreaded going to get pedicures with her because they would always look at me like, hey, have you seen this situation? You know? What have you done? Yeah. Like at one point they told me like she has a disease and I was like, no, she plays soccer. Like this isn't, she doesn't have a foot disease. She just, this is her plant foot. And so she just has a callus there. And so, but it always felt like they couldn't just let it go. You know what I mean? And I would be like, and we want to leave it. Here's the thing. I know that your job is to buff all this out, but we need to leave that. Right. And that's what I was trying to say Saturday. Like, I just, I need this just to heal. Like it's going to heal on its own. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. hurt at all. It's fine. But yeah, just let it go. But I don't know. It's, yeah. it's oh, that, one of those mm. it's a little awkward, but you know, yeah, in the end, well. all was well. Okay. So, but he, Saturday night when we went to dinner with Steph and Joey, mm-hmm. we ended up in this conversation that I, the more I thought about it yesterday, I was like, I'm going to ask Melanie about this. Oh, I'm okay. curious to know how you handled this. So, you know, they have Ella who's, she's going to Auburn Uh and then of course, Alex is going to Samford. And, um, and so for both of us, this is our only, this is the, you know, the one and only kid we will ever send to college. We we got in this conversation because our friend Casey says that when your kids get to be teenagers, it's kind of an 80, 20 situation. Um, Uh in, in a best case scenario, it's 80, 20 in terms of what you know and what you don't. 
Okay. Like yeah. best case scenario, you know, 80% of what's going on with them, but there's a 20% that they will likely never tell you about. For, yeah, for sure. And really for the best, you don't really yeah. want to know that 20%. Yeah. Just, yeah. just stuff they're figuring out on their own, navigating mm-hmm. on their own things they're thinking about on their own, but they don't necessarily want to pull you into that discussion. Mm-hmm. I think that 20% in the end may be more significant and important than the 80% they're telling you about because they're they're figuring out how to handle things. Yeah, you know? that's true. Figure, yeah. Figuring out how to bounce back from things and all that kind of stuff. So we were talking about Casey's 80-20 deal. And I also, by the way, I also think it's healthy for them to have stuff that they're dealing with themselves, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. This is where we learn to problem solve. This is where anyway. Uh-huh. Um but because of that, we were like, how extensively do you try to prepare them for what's ahead? Like you've had their whole lives with you, you know, Uh where you uh think you're trying to seize all the teachable moments you can. Yeah. But like, what do you, do you make a list and say like, okay, just in case we hadn't covered this. Yeah. Yeah. Like what did you do that? Did you feel that a little bit of that pressure? Like, Hey, I feel like there's some stuff we haven't talked about. I'm going to need you to meet me at eight 30 in the den. We need to run down some things. So we can, I did. Okay. So it's funny that you bring this up because I started feeling this like her senior year, you know what I mean? And then about that time, Jen, who you and I have both followed forever at lots of Scots who has the triplets. Yes. Yes. She did a post on Instagram or something. I don't even remember what it was. And it was like, she asked people for like life skills that kids need to know so that she could start preparing her kids. I remember this. Remember this? I remember this. And then she, she put the list up, but it was like a Google doc. And I don't know if it's still out there somewhere, but I'm going to say that I looked at it and I got so overwhelmed. (laughs) That's how I feel. And I thought, you know what? Go with God, sister. That's how I You're going to figure it out as you go. I mean, like, here's my thing. This is because it was funny because we all had, the four of us all had different reactions to this uh-huh. conversation. And my thing was like, I just, I don't know that I want to get into a bunch of specifics. Imagine yes. that. I don't know if I want to get into I said, I just want to make sure he understands that regardless, like, I don't want him to sit in shame. You know, if he makes a mistake, I don't want him to sit in a fear that he will somehow lose our approval. I said, I just want open communication. I just, you know, like, I just want him to know that he can come to us and talk to us. But it was funny because of course my personality, I don't want him to, I don't want him to sit in fear or shame. Yeah. And then other personalities were like, oh, I got a list. Like I got a list. Uh And we're going, we're going to cover some things before. Uh And I don't know. I just thought everybody I bet deals with that to some degree, like with life skills and then with relational skills and then with decisions you're confronted with and all that kind of stuff. Well, and I'll be honest, when I looked at that list that Jen had like that she had composed with the help of people, I thought, well, I don't know how to do half of this stuff. (laughs) So even if I wanted to teach her, yeah, I couldn't because I don't know how to do a lot of this stuff and I don't want to, like, it's the whole thing of like, can you change a tire on the side of the road? You can, or you can have a triple A membership right. and I know which one I prefer, yeah, you know, I'm give you this triple A card. Yeah. Uh, it's today. In fact, this morning, Alex texted me because he started a new job today mm-hmm. and he texted me and he said, Hey, where do I find my account number and the routing number on my bank app? Yeah. And so I said, oh, hold on a second. And so I just opened it up. I pulled up his account and I like where it showed the account number and the routing number. I took a screenshot and sent it to him. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, no, I shouldn't have done that. I should have yes. said, go like to this part of the menu. Like I should have told him where to go. I shouldn't have just yes. given him the information. Yes. So yes. 
I don't know. He may be but, hopeless for all. But I you, know. you and I are the same though, because Caroline still calls me every time she needs her social security number. So <laughs> well, I said, do you know your social security number? He said, Oh, I, I have it because of something that I had sent him at one point. Like, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know it by heart. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those, it's really hard. And I'm, I'm sure I could have done a better job. And part of it, I do think the first year of college, what you're going to find, and this happened to one of my friends whose son went off, who was, is super smart, but he went off to A&M and he called her the first, he had had to take some clothes to the dry cleaners. And then he picked them up and he, after he picked them up, he said, so do I need to take these hangers back to them? You know, and she was like, oh, see, it's the stuff you don't know because you've Mm -hmm. never said, hey, you know, you can keep the hangers or you can return them, whatever, but you don't have to like, it's not a, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of stuff. I feel like that freshman year Mm -hmm. that they call you about that you kind of, as a mom go, well, I can't believe we didn't cover that, but apparently we didn't, you know, I feel like I knew most of those things when I went to college somehow. Yeah. But I think there was less stuff to know also. Like, I just think, you know, like I didn't have to know where the information was in my bank app because I didn't have a bank app. Yeah. You know, for sure. Like they're confronted with way more input than I feel like I ever was. So it's understandable why you would think that you just take the hangers back to the cleaners, you know? Well, and I think that we were raised by, I mean, we were 1970s and early eighties kids. And that was also a different time for parenting where parents basically said, you know, goodbye. I'll see you at nine o'clock tonight when it gets dark outside, you know, we're, we all, we all Mm -hmm. monitor a little bit more. Um, Our hands are in a little bit of stuff. It's been funny because even this summer, Caroline has taken an online math class from a community college. And I've kind of let her navigate that whole thing of the registration process and all the stuff. And it's been a thing. Like part of me wants to email the college and say, you know, she's just taking this class online, but they're making her take like an alcohol awareness seminar and uh, like, and all this stuff to be online. Um, And we still had to show all her vaccine information for her to be online, you know, like she's not on campus, but I've kind of let her do the whole thing. And, and it's, but here's as a mom, I guess, cause your baby's always your baby. I'm like, well, look at her knowing how to upload (laughs) that PDF. That is how I was this morning when I was like, look at Alex going to his first day of work and just getting it handled. I mean, like everybody everywhere does. I mean, it's it's part of being a human, but Somehow I'm just filled with maternal pride, you know, yes. I just, oh, about oh. the most, I said, I can't remember. We were coming home from church yesterday and I asked her something and I can't even remember what it was. And she said, you know, that I've been living on my own for a year. And I was like, I do, but for whatever reason, I felt the need to ask you if you knew how to, whatever, you know, like, it's just, you can't believe you're like, well, look how grown up you are I doing know. all these grown up things. I know. Now, do you agree with Casey's 80, 20 rule? Do you feel like there's about 20% of stuff that you just, or you just know you're not going to get looped in on? Yeah, for sure. I, 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 I do mm-hmm. agree with that. And I mm-hmm. think it's, and I think it needs, I think that needs to be, I think that's, especially as they get older, that's a healthy, I agree. Data. you know, we don't need to know everything. I mean, right. I just, I think about the stuff. I mean, I feel like with my parents, it was probably more 60, 40. Yeah, um, I think I might've been 50, 50. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think even like in light of some confession as I've gotten older, 
mm-hmm. still may be 60 40 in terms of like there's just listen there's just some things you don't necessarily need to know about back no. then mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. and there's stuff that when you do find out like I felt like this year with her being off at school like there was stuff where like the next day like when she sent me when they all brought the couch into the Bucky's yeah, um, yeah. you know and like <laughs> she when she sent me that video the next day and I was like what is this and she's like oh we drove to Madisonville which is like 45 minutes from college station at two in the morning and brought a couch into Bucky's and I thought you know what I'm real glad I didn't know that whole thing was happening in real time because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have slept I would have been a nervous wreck I would have felt for sure like they were going to get thrown out of Bucky's and there was going to be a scandal and so there's just stuff that it's better to know after the fact I don't want to know in real Mm -hmm. time I don't want to know yeah yeah I was even when Alex got back from senior trip and it was I mean listen in the grand scheme of things I felt like that went about as well as it could have gone like I was just like I know there's stuff about that that I will never know yeah and and okay yeah. No. You don't want to know. You yeah. just, you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. So, If you have a small business, inflation isn't doing you any favors right now. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. And if you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. Simply use stamps.com to mail and ship and get access to exclusive discounts and great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. No matter what business you're in, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping. Whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out truckloads of orders, Stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. You sell from multiple stores? No problem. Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. All you need is your regular computer and printer, no special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code BIGBOO for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code BIGBOO. All right. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you, um, besides the 80-20 thing, was we talked, we did a Patreon back in May on our inconsequential grievances, just things that annoy us. Yes. And um, and one of those things for me was my hair. Uh-huh. And so you had some input about that because I've let my ha- hair grow out some per Melanie's encouragement. And makes me so happy. I was really in a, in a bad spot with it a, a few weeks ago because it just felt like it just sat flat on my head. I didn't know what to do. I don't know how to deal with it. Like just, and I was really thinking about just getting it cut off again. Mm-hmm. And I, and I say this, I even told Carla when I got my hair cut last week, I was like, I'm telling you all of this, like, and she said pretty much like you're Rapunzel. And I said, yes, I'm Rapunzel. I mean, like, have you ever seen longer hair in your life? Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and it has just gotten to the point where it hits my shoulders, you know, but yeah, like, yeah. But nobody's ever had hair this long because I have had a bob since I was in first grade. Yeah. And so, and I really still have a bob. It's just a longer bob. And it, mm-hmm. and it is probably three inches longer than what was, has been normal for me, you know, throughout yeah. like my thirties, forties, and now early fifties. So all that to say, I went to get it cut last week and Melanie knows part of this, but I, I went in and I said, Carla, we've got to make a decision today. And like, I, I just, I don't know if I can do it. And she was like, but it's probably grown an inch since the last time you were here. And Carla has short hair. So I've been surprised at how pro like she's been in terms of me letting my hair grow a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he said, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you today. I want like, we're out. I, I kind of understand what you're dealing with. I'm going to layer it up a little bit more. And then I'm going to, I'm going to show you some, some tips and tricks when, after, you know, you get it washed in terms of how to dry it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know that there are two things that she told me about last week that I think are going to enable me to continue to pursue this. Oh, do tell. Yes. One is that I have used root booster for the longest because like, I just, I need volume at the crown of my head. Well, of course that's more difficult now that I have more hair and it weighs it down and all that. Mm -hmm. Still using the root booster, but she put me back on a mousse. Okay. I haven't used a mousse in forever because a mousse with when your hair is really short can kind of mm-hmm. put you in a triangle situation. Yeah. You know? Like it can you really don't want that. It can puff you up. Mm-hmm. But the mousse has really been helpful in terms of just giving me of making my hair feel thicker when it's dry. Yeah. And and giving me a little more volume. So I've been I've been excited about the the mousse thing. And the other thing is she she told me a different way to dry my hair because of course with short hair, you just round brush it and flip it and flip it and flip it and then you know go about your business. Yeah. But now she showed me how to section my hair. And then I, I like, I, I got, I went to Sally's after, no, she actually told me three things. I went to Sally's after my hair appointment and I got a wet brush detangler, which is not okay. a thing I've had to use with short hair. Yes. And that you like clip your hair off at the top. And then like, I go to the left side and I pull all that hair up. Like I brush it up mm. across my head and dry the underside really well. Okay. And then finish that and then do the same thing on the back and the same thing on the other side so that that underside gets really dry, which again, gives it more body because I'm not used to having to dry a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then she said, I said, do I need to be doing like hot rollers? I said, I bought a curling mm-hmm. iron. I don't really know what to do with it. I'm scared. I'm going to like burn myself. And she said, I think because you have finer hair, she said, I would go back to Velcro rollers. Oh, Okay. So I went to Sally's and got that, that detangling brush and I got me some Velcro rollers. Well, this is a exciting development. Yes. It's 2001 all over again. And I'm going to tell you those Velcro rollers make a huge difference because they, okay. she showed me where to put them. It helps me get a little volume up at the top of my head, mm-hmm. which I guess that would have worked when I had shorter hair too, but I didn't really have enough hair to get around a roller. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, the key. so I, I dry it like the way she told me, and I don't have to be super precious about how I dry it now. Like yeah. I did when it was short. Cause I just need to get it all dry. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and then I brush it out and I put like four or five Velcro rollers in it. And I think I like it. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see it. I don't think it looks really any different except just a little (laughs) longer, but it doesn't feel like it's just sitting down on my head anymore. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it's got a little bit of volume and bounce to it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to see me and you think, man, her hair looks flat. Don't tell me. If nothing else, I'm walking in some healthy delusion right now. Yes. But I I, I feel better about it. Not having to round brush it anymore. Uh huh. You uh-huh, know, like uh-huh. that was really annoying. The round brushing of the I longer hate, hair. Listen, I hate a round brush. I've never been able to master a round brush because my hair's too long. You know what I mean? It just, I just, it becomes a tangled mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know how to do the round brush. So I don't know. I so it makes me feel like I can stick with it a little longer. And she said, if none of this works, like if you, if you leave here today and you think moose doesn't help, 
The way I'm drying it doesn't help. Velcro rollers don't help. She said, we'll mm-hmm. cut it next time. But it's helped. And okay. again, I said this on the Patreon, but the main thing I like about it is I like, I maybe wash my hair now two times a week. So, sometimes, sometimes three, if I've like been outside and walking and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but mostly I just wash my hair a couple of times a week. And that is unheard of for somebody who used to wash her hair every day. So. You know what? That makes me think, won't he do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, won't he do yes. it? You're walking in some hair freedom yes. and liberation. And I think that is, that is a great achievement for summer 2022. One of the things that I figured out about myself is that if I'm going to work out, then I have to change it up. I can't go to the same class. I can't do the same set of six exercises. I need to keep changing it up because I need the motivation to do something new. And that is what I love about Peloton. Peloton pushes you further with so much new on the Peloton Bike and Peloton Bike Plus. Plus, they have new classes, new music, new ways to keep workouts fun and motivating, which is what I need. Peloton has a team of world-class instructors ready to motivate you 24-7. They're highly trained fitness pros who motivate you through every workout, whether you're a regular at the gym or someone who's new or just getting back into working out. Whatever your fitness level is, Peloton instructors don't just teach, they motivate you. They have thousands of live and on-demand classes, so you can always keep it fresh from cycling and strength training to yoga and running. There really is something for everyone, and it really fits seamlessly into your life. Sometimes I'm just looking for a 10-minute upper body stretch between calls or things that I need to do or a 40 minute workout sometimes when I have more time but Peloton works with my schedule so whenever I have five minutes or an hour there's a class that I can do plus you don't have to have awkward encounters at the gym which makes it even better right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton the Peloton bike plus is now $500 less it's best price yet includes free delivery and setup, and there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton bike and Peloton tread. Visit onepeloton.com to learn more. Again, that's onepeloton.com to learn more. Anything else we need to cover before we go into five favorites? I was going to say we were to, we needed to remind people about our live Q&A tomorrow night, but that will have happened by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, so it'll be too late, but you can join us for our next one because I guess next time we'll be announcing our book club selection would be our next Patreon. Um, And we did do, we have a delightful interview that we did with Alex on Patreon this month. And then we'll have one coming up that we did with Caroline. So listen, I I need to tell you that when I edited that Patreon episode, um, I've never disliked myself more. Why? I just... I mean, listen, Steph and Casey would tell you, I, I went on for about two days about it. I just felt like I talked too much. Like I just, I think it made me reflective about motherhood in a way that I normally just don't try to entertain. Like I just, I don't like normally like to, I don't know. I like to reflect, but I don't necessarily always talk about what I'm reflective about, but Uh something about him sitting next to me made me extra reflective. And so when I was editing that episode, I just kept thinking, shut up, like, uh, shut up. And, um, anyway, I, I don't know. He, I I told him and he was like, so it's your, yeah podcast with Melanie people are used to hearing y'all talk yeah. and I was like I know but I just I feel like I talk too much so oh, I didn't think that you did I didn't okay. notice that I didn't okay. notice that I thought it was good okay. so well uh, I did lo- I, I loved I loved us talking to him and yeah um, it is fun this age golly 
the best. I know. It is. It's a good age. It's listen, because that you're just you can't take yourself too seriously because they're Mm-mm. just gonna shut you down, you know? Mm-hmm. They really will. Oh, you know what? I did have one other funny little thing. So yesterday, oh, did you see? Well, I was laughing because yesterday I posted that picture, which I've been saving that I found. And it was uh, my dad. It was after my parents got divorced and my dad took my sister and I for like a family picture. And it was yes. just he and my sister and I. And yes. he has the mustache of all mustaches. I mean, it know? really, it was, if you were to look up like 1970s <laughs> mustache and was, an old school encyclopedia, I feel like that is the picture that would be before you. I mean, it really was. And like the fact that now I can appreciate that he was like 35 years old when the uh-huh. picture was taken. You yeah. Know? I will say, you know what I thought when what? I saw that picture, he felt real good about it. He felt, oh, yeah. he felt good about it. He felt good about his suit. He felt good about his hair. He felt good about that mustache. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that that hair, and I know because we'd, we'd go, you know, stay with him that he had, I mean, he used a brush and a hair dryer on that hair. Yes, you ma'am, know? he did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He may have turned that brush under. A he, little might- bit. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. <laughs> Gully called me this morning and she said that her boys got real tickled seeing that picture that they laughed really hard because it is that whole thing of, I feel like all these baseball players have these little mustaches right now, which I think is what it's, it's the miles Teller effect after. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the mustaches, the mullets. I mean, the chains are going to be a constant. You don't ever have to worry about a baseball Mm -hmm. player having a chain, Yeah, but the mullets and the mustaches are really big right now. The mustaches are really big. And some of them, I'm like, I know you're trying, but that isn't really much of a mustache. Like you can barely tell that that's a mustache. So Gully called this morning and she said the boys were real tickled about that, but she said she knows because she's seen that picture and she told the boys, she said, what you can't appreciate is that she and her sister had these dresses on that were from a department store called Wieners. Yes. Yes. It used to be in Houston. And my grandmother had bought us those dresses. I think we also wore them for our Easter dresses. And I appreciate that we were like 10 and six and we were dressed like the real estate agent of the month, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much, but this is what Gully said. She said, I'm going to look you. at it again right now. I got to go back and I got to look at the picture right now. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And so um, it may have already disappeared, but I can send it to you so you okay. can have it to treasure always. But because um, that dress was straight up some sort of polyester. Like, can't uh, you just envision what it was? I mean, can't you feel what it was made out of when you look uh, at that picture? I know what it was made out of because I had a couple of Easter dresses that were made yes. out of the same thing. I had a baby blue one with a pleated skirt and I had a light pink one that made out of that same fabric. And I would not put that fabric on at this stage in my life. If you paid me a thousand dollars, I wouldn't wear it. You know what I'd do? I'd sweat if I wore it. Yeah. That's what Gally said. She goes, think about it. She goes, as kids, she goes, we used to like, she said, we used to go to bed in pajamas that had a tag that basically said, don't stand near a fire because these are highly (laughs) flammable. Like she said, that's what our Mm -hmm. parents used to dress us in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, you just sent me the picture. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's so good. And I really love, I love that not only did you have the bangs, but you pulled your, I mean, like my friend, Melissa Knight has a picture, had a picture when she was little that looked just about like this, where she had bangs, but she had her hair pulled back on either side, which Uh was really the hairstyle of the day. Oh yeah. mm -hmm. Oh. And those, cause those barrettes were the kind that like you would put your hair through and then you'd have to kind of pin it you know what yes. I mean like they 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 weren't a normal spring action barrette they no. took a little bit more finesse than yeah. that yeah a hundred percent yeah your daddy in this picture I feel like <laughs> he spent some time 
on on what can only be described as wings. He spent yeah. some time getting those wings just like he wanted them. So yeah. He mm-hmm. did. He did. And he did it well. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just, it really tickled me. That really is the sweetest thing that, that he went and had his picture made with him. I know. I think that's real sweet. And I mm-hmm. will say that that picture sat on my grandparents, on his parents' TV. Like they had, you know, because he has younger brothers and they had all the different family pictures. And that picture, it was us forever, always sat on my meatball steel. But I'm like, the fact that he attempted to get us dressed in those dresses yes. and, our and that hair. y'all are coordinated. And honestly, if you put a gold chain around his neck and a base ball cap on he could run out on the field in Omaha and fit right in yeah today in the year of our Lord 2022 he would look just like they do Mm -hmm. yep yep he would and if you had put him in some OP shorts and a Hawaiian shirt he could have been Magnum (laughs) P.I. Also true, big time Tom Selleck vibes in uh-huh. that picture, yep. no doubt. Mm-hmm. For sure. So anyway, that just tickled me when Gully <sighs> was like, kids in the 70s, they would put us in stuff and you're like, this is itchy. And they're like, who cares? Nobody cares. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it all goes together. So you need to get all the all the pieces and parts <laughs> on yes. at the same time. Because yes, there's no mix and match back no. then. No, mm-hmm. no, we're all going to look the same. So, all okay. right. So is it time for five favorites? It is time for five favorites. Okay, so my very first one, I am going to say that I found out about this through my friend Kim Wolf. Um, She posted about it and I immediately bought it, which is I am somebody I'm not in the sun a lot now. Of course, my face is never in the sun. Mm -hmm. Caroline is in the sun more. And so we both agreed that if I'm going to lay out by a pool, which I don't do a lot, but if I'm going to, I still like oil. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm a kid of the 70s. I don't want to put on my copper tone sport like I like and oil because you okay. just, you look better. It feels better. It smells like summer. So I found this through Kim, this it's called vacation Chardonnay oil. And it's a, it's a sun oil, but it has an SPF 30 sunscreen in it. I didn't even know this was a possibility. I didn't either. I didn't either, but it's kind of magic, isn't it? Like that you can yes. be oiled up like which like is so good for your skin, well, but it's so good for your skin. Like, yes. I feel like that oil is so nourishing to your skin, but I, of course, I, it's not anything I do because I, I need at least a 30 if I'm going to yes. be outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just, I really love this. I think that it's a great, I didn't know that it was possible. Technology is a wonder, yes. um, but just, you know, if you're going to be at the beach, if you're out by the pool, if you have a teenage daughter who really likes to wear oil when she tans, which I respect, this one has an SPF 30 sunscreen and it smells good. And it's just to me, what, what that should be instead of putting a white lotion on yourself. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. The second one is, and I bought this in a travel size because I was going to try it. I have never necessarily been a huge believer in mascara primer, um, just because uh-huh. it seems like it goes on too white or it just, it's too hard to cover or whatever. But I bought a sample size of this Lancome mascara primer to try. Add to basket. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's so good. I have to say like through these like hot summer days, like my mascara stays until I take it off. Like it gives just enough, a little bit of thickness to my lashes, but not too much. It doesn't make them clumpy. Um, I've also discovered a trick to putting on mascara that somebody sent me. Is this the thing where you, where you pull your eye out to the side? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it works. It Mm -hmm. works. 
And so that with the Lancome mascara primer, I think it makes any mascara go on better. It makes it stay better. It makes your lashes look good. Highly recommend. Okay. I'm getting it because I, I also, maybe they sent it to me too, but that thing where you pull them out and you think, how can this make a difference? And it, but it does. It does. Yeah. You get all your, your lashes when you do that. Mm -hmm. I know. So anyway, so it's really good. So the next thing is I just ordered these. I don't have them in yet, but I was really excited is I've been seeing, you know, all these little like kind of cushiony slides, like kind of pool slides and stuff. Like, yes everybody's got a version. Nordstrom has a version. that's like $50, which I didn't want to spend, but Walmart has a version and they are $13 and they come in all kinds of colors. They come in a lavender, they come in a pink, they come in a gray. And so I'm really excited about these because I just, I'm tired of my Birkin, I have my Birkin Crocs that I've worn forever, but I just wanted something different. And I think these are really cute just to like have on, you know, around the house. What color did you get? I could wear them to the lake. I got the baby blue. I just thought they were cute. Yeah. I actually, I ordered a pair similar to these, but not, they don't look like they're as thick from Shein back in the spring. And they were, I don't know, 45 cents. Um, Mm -hmm. Now they have gone on to their eternal reward. They did not last, Um, but I loved them. I loved them like to throw on to go to Pilates or whatever. I like that these are thicker than that though. Yeah. I'm going to get some, I'm going to get the pink ones. Okay. Yeah. I think they're cute. I just think for $13, they're just a great like throw on. And I feel like a lot of times, cause I have Birkenstocks too, that I wear, but in the summer, like, like Saturday, I got out, Perry got home from the ranch and I went to like bathe the dogs. And yeah. like for that, I want a shoe that I can just wear outside to bathe the dogs and whatever. Now, so, did you get an eight or a nine? I got a nine. Okay. It says they run large. So we'll see, but I just, I feel like in that kind of a thing, I would rather err yeah. on the side of bigger than smaller. And, you know, it's been real hard for me because I've always been an eight and a half and now I'm an eight, but I just, I got nervous about it. Okay. All right. All right. That's a great Um, find. The next thing, this is a very specific thing, but I will continue to it's right now, 47 shop 47, who I love. I think they have the cutest like collegiate wear or Mm -hmm. really all sports wear, but they have an Aggie. I love any shirt that says Texas Aggies. This is Um, so cute. Isn't it cute? And so um, I just love the block T and the whole thing. And so I realize a lot of you aren't Aggie fans, but it's a great shirt if you are. And they just, I think they have the cutest stuff, no matter what your school is. I just, I feel like their selection, their shirts are super soft. Um, they're just really cute. I have a state shirt from them that I love that actually Mm -hmm. I folded the other night. Um, just, it's so soft and they're, I also like how they're, they're, I don't know what the right word is, but they're not those super fitted t-shirts like they're, but they're also not super boxy. Like Mm -mm. they're, they're just, the sizing is nice on them. Yeah. It's really good. So I really like their shirts. I like that they feel they're, they, they come with a vintagey look, which I really appreciate. Um, and this one, if you're an a fan, I think is really cute with the block T. So, okay. Um, so I ordered that as a reward for myself after we beat the Longhorns yesterday. Good for you. <clears throat> um, and then my last thing is, you know, I've been all about the bedding yes. and we've been doing that. And so, um, but I have kind of done an experiment. And so I had ordered, I've had Redland cotton sheets were some sheets that I splurged on about two years ago. Right. But this time when we were, you know, adding stuff to the bed, I decided to order bowl and branch because you hear Mm -hmm. everybody talk about bowl and branch sheets and whatever. And I got their percale bowl and branch sheets. And I will say, now, listen, I've only washed them 
a handful of times, Mm -hmm. but I have to say that I think the Redland cotton sheets are superior. Okay. I think they sleep cooler. I think that they are softer. I feel like they feel more like your grandmother's sheets used to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I love them. I can't say enough. And so, um, I'm, I'm still giving the bowling branch a shot, but it's that whole thing of like this week, I was like, I guess it's time to wash my sheets and put these bowling branch on. Like, I feel like I need to make them work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep hoping they're going to get better, but so far they do not compare to the Redland cotton sheet. Okay. That's high praise. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, and you can get 15% off your first order from Redland cotton. Um, it's just their basic sheet set, but I think they are hard to beat. All right. That's, that's so, good information. Yeah. So they're my five favorites. All right. Thanks for your five favorites. Uh All right. Well, we'll, we'll, by the time y'all hear this, we will have already been back for the live Q and a on Tuesday night, but we'll be back next week regardless. And, um, hopefully to talk about more, more baseball fun for the Aggies and let's hope and whoever else makes it to the finals. So we shall see. Yep. Yep. We will see. We will see. All righty. Well, we will talk to y'all later, everybody. All right. Bye everybody. Bye y'all. Bye.